And I am Aware Now. Aware Now, the official platform for causes. Tune in and turn it up as we raise awareness one story at a time for the causes that tie us all together. The Gilded Age of Achievement by Sonia Montiel. In January 2019, Bobby's mother texted me a photo. It was Bobby's acceptance letter to his first choice college. We went into a flurry exchanging pictures, words, and gifts that represented something beyond excitement. It was relief and a fulfillment of hope between college counselor and parent. Bobby's college planning process wasn't easy for him. His mother was working on the other side of the world while his father was doing the best he could to support Bobby's heavy course load and help manage an activities list that demanded more time than Bobby had. This acceptance to college was a triumph. In that moment, mom and I were celebrating a hardworking teenager. Then came the gut punch when I congratulated Bobby. I texted him, Bobby, congrats on your acceptance. His response seconds later, oh, that's a fake. My friend created that letter. I wanted my parents to stop worrying about me. I know you understand that we'll keep this just between us. I was shocked. I was angry. I was hurt. I cried. I was so afraid by this young person's sense of entitlement to straight up lie and comfortably invite me in as his accomplice. What did I do, you ask? I called him and said he had 10 minutes to tell the truth to his parents who were currently overjoyed with pride and sharing this forged letter to the world. Bobby decided to do the right thing. Within 20 minutes, I was comforting his parents who were blindsided and devastated. Unfortunately, the story isn't new to me as I have comforted way too many parents and misguided teens who felt they had no choice but to lie, cheat, and steal to be validated. These young people truly believe that their worth and relationships depended on what they had achieved. Two decades as a college counselor is long enough to witness the invisible addiction to symbols of achievement within families occurring in so many societies. Wanting it so badly, the marketplace has put price tags for obtaining high levels of recognition. Go ahead and Google the cost of educational support programs, camps, specialized training, pay-to-play internships, and the astronomical price of a college education. Achievement was intended to represent the courage, endurance, and skill set of a person to complete a desired goal. As success has become quickly represented by tangible symbols like awards, certificates, trophies, and invitations to only the few, families have become addicted to constant achievement. Hung on walls and placed on mantles, these idols to achievement lessen the fear of parents' greatest unknown. Achievement meant access. Achievement meant feeling comfortable. Achievement helped parents feel assured that their child would eventually find their place in the world. I was driving home one morning after dropping off my kid at school. In front of me was a van, its rear covered in 14 of the exact same stickers that read, quote, proud parent of honor roll student, unquote. Here's the thing. When family members are looking at the wall, the mantle, and even the backs of vehicles covered with stuff of achievement, no one is looking at the child. Enamored by the glory of words like distinguished, highest achieving, best, and first, 
Children learn quickly that their parents will be happy when they too can give their parents things with their names on them. There's a significant shift where children are engaged in acts of achievement to feed the egos of their parents, helping parents feel good about parenting. With continual praise that children receive, they live a habit of deciding to participate in experiences from external motivation rather than intrinsic. What a perfect recipe to raise a child who becomes fixed-minded, believing that the end of their learning experiences arrives when praise is received. Beyond that, it's too risky to invest effort and skills for something beyond the prize. American psychologist and author, Dr. Carol Dweck, researched the experiences and identity formation amongst people who had fixed and growth mindsets. Ultimately, fixed-minded people measure their learning experience based on the outcome, not the journey. Before engaging in any experience, they need a carrot in front of them before they contribute effort. When learning gets too hard, fixed-minded people might avoid the path altogether or, in Bobby's case, cheat to create a facade of success. As a result, children who are fixed-minded grow up consistently chasing praise throughout their adult lives to be at the top, and yet they still will not feel worthy enough. Quote, parents think they can hand children permanent confidence, like a gift, by praising their brains and talent. It doesn't work, and in fact, has the opposite effect. It makes children doubt themselves as soon as anything is hard or anything goes wrong. If parents want to give their children a gift, the best thing they can do is teach their children to love challenges, be intrigued by mistakes, enjoy effort, and keep on learning. That way, their children don't have to be slaves of praise. They will have a lifelong way to build and repair their own confidence." Unquote. Stated by Dr. Carol Dweck in the book Mindset, How You Can Fulfill Your Potential, published in 2012. Growth-minded people believe that abilities, skills, and talents are not fixed, but instead constantly developing through effort. Their motivation is fueled by their own curiosity to learn for the sake of learning, accepting challenges and mistakes as part of the experience. Ultimately, they are enjoying the journey of seeking out knowledge and see every challenge as an opportunity rather than an obstacle. They aren't looking to others for motivation, but instead rely on themselves to persevere through the learning experience. Dr. Dweck stated that, quote, many growth-minded people didn't even plan to go to the top. They got there as a result of doing what they love. It's ironic. The top is where fixed-minded people hunger to be, but it's where growth-minded people arrive as a byproduct of their enthusiasm for what they do, unquote. In the book, Mindset, A New Psychology of Success, published 2007. So how can we change this gilded age of achievement? First, consider the words we are using. I hear the statements below often between adult and child, and I recognize that the intention of these statements are used to motivate children, keep them inspired, keep them accountable for, to their commitments. However, read closely. Did you ace your exam? I will be so happy when you get your black belt. I will be so proud of you if you attend Dream College. Oh, look how smart you are for earning the certificate. You are the best of the best of the best. 
When children hear these statements, they begin to internalize and label who they are. I am smart when I can earn a perfect GPA. I am great when I earn my black belt. I am capable of having an amazing life when I attend Dream College. I am happy when I am the best of the best of the best. Now let's consider another way to communicate achievement with our children, one that encourages effort over praise. Praise statement. I am so proud that you got an A on that exam. Encouragement statement. I saw how hard you studied for that exam. How do you feel? Praise statement. Look at this beautiful trophy. How exciting. Encouragement statement. I noticed how focused you were in developing your skills. How exciting. Praise statement. You are the best of the best. Or maybe it's, you are so smart. Encouragement statement. Your dedication and curiosity to learn something new is inspiring. Or another, your ability to focus and determination to understand something is admirable. Changing our awareness, our language, and our sense of belonging so that each individual is truly celebrated for who they are, no matter the achievement, is what the DH effect is all about. As co-founder with Hillary Bilbrey, we are creating opportunities for self-discovery and accountability for all ages so that they can build high trust relationships that lead to a powerful sense of belonging with others and themselves. To truly belong, we must start by accepting ourselves. In the case of recognizing achievement, the DH effect asks us to consider these questions. What if we didn't anchor worth to symbols of achievement? What if we didn't have to wait for a sticker or certificate to celebrate our effort? What if our children come home with an exam in their hands and they aren't ashamed of the grade, but instead proud of the effort they put into it? What if our children see grade was truly their absolute best and we were all celebrating? What if children invested so much passion in building a project, but it didn't look as polished as another? Can we celebrate their commitment, dedication, and resilience? Let's change this gilded age and celebrate achievement for what it is. A mindset that has overcome challenges through investment of time, endurance, dedication, perseverance, commitment, and so many other virtues. Let's offer encouragement of effort rather than praise. Let's focus our attention on the person achieving rather than the measurement of it. Why? Imagine our world where people never stop learning. They're contributing their talents and abilities to solve problems because they care. They engage with one another with self-trust that leads to trustworthiness and belonging. Ultimately, our world will be so grateful for it. Tune into our podcast, subscribe to our magazine, find us and join us online. Visit IamAwareNow.com. We will no longer wait for permission to change the world. Together, we are aware now.